Welcome to another edition of The Policy Shop, the podcast for the Illinois Policy Institute. I'm Joe Kaiser, and on today's episode, we're talking about one of the most important decisions you can make in your life, and that's buying a home. And would you want to do it in Illinois? While homeownership in recent years has become more attainable in most of the country, it's become harder in the land of Lincoln. On today's installment of the podcast, Illinois policy research analyst Bryce Hill explains why that is, and probably not to your surprise, it has a lot to do with taxes. Bryce has co-authored a new report titled House Hunters, How High Taxes Hurt Home Investment in Illinois, that explores this very issue. His expert insight and analysis is coming up right now. So I know home ownership in Illinois has been declining faster than the rest of the nation. Uh, and we know home values are one of the few states where they haven't recovered relative to the Great Recession. So we are motivated to find out you know, why that is, why people aren't moving into the state, why we've had four years of out-migration resulting in population loss. Um, so that kind of motivated, well, what is it that makes Illinois a bad investment for homeowners? Uh, why are other states doing so much better in terms of appreciating home values, uh, a slower decline in home ownership rates? Um, so that's why we looked at it. And then the things that go into the research, um, obviously everybody knows the sticker price. Uh, it's the biggest thing people consider. Um, but first-time home buyers might not consider things like property taxes, um, your mortgage interest rates, um, how your income tax really affects what you can do with your disposable income in terms of uh, making their other investments or paying for things like repair costs. Uh, so these are all additional factors that people don't necessarily think of when they think of the cost of homeownership because in Illinois, prices aren't too high relative to other states uh, in terms of the sticker price of a house. Uh, it's just really these other costs that make housing in Illinois really unaffordable. So, so what are those those other, you mentioned some of them, but what are the ones where Illinois sticks out? Because you guys did a good job of breaking down the different factors that go into, into the cost of a home, mortgage, maintenance, repairs, insurance costs, real estate. What are the things where Illinois is an outlier and makes homeownership harder? Right, so throughout the nation, everybody largely pays the same mortgage rates, you know, as, as interest rates have declined, mortgage interest rates have also declined. Uh, so that's typically been a good thing. But in Illinois, there are some unique factors, one being probably the largest being uh, the second highest property tax rates in the nation. So we're behind only New Jersey right now for the uh, highest property tax rates in the nation. And we also had the, I believe, third largest increase in property taxes between the two periods that we looked at. Um, so those are things that really eat up equity that you might be building in your home. Uh, the next largest factor for Illinois is the income tax. Uh, it limits what households can do with the money that they have after paying their taxes. So in Illinois, we had a temporary income tax, and then that eventually became permanent. So we've had you know two of the largest tax hikes in state history uh, that are eating into household incomes and uh, 
really constraining the budgets of Illinoisans. So those are the two areas where things are unique to Illinois, and um, because home values aren't increasing, that just makes those costs even more painful. Right. So without the property tax and income tax factors, home ownership in Illinois right now, it's you guys said it was, I mean, it's one of the hardest place to, one of the worst places to own a home, but without those two factors, what, what would the picture look like for Illinoisans? If they had just remained at uh, the level they had been in the past, uh, essentially Illinois wouldn't have seen, if they would hadn't seen any changes in that and they'd just been able to take advantage of uh, declining interest rates, um, home values are basically the same. They're pretty much identical between the two periods that we looked at. So we looked at uh, 2002 to 2004, right before the housing bubble really uh, started to take off, and we saw some crazy price growth. Uh, so we looked at before that period, uh, and home values are basically the same as they were then. So uh, what would have happened is homes would have become much more affordable because although they're the same price, sticker price-wise, paying lower uh, mortgage rates, um, and your home's worth the same amount, so you're just able to eat more easily finance things. Uh, so you'd see things like, you know, probably close to a 10% drop uh, somewhere in there in the cost of home ownership. Yeah, and if you're, if you're comparing against other states, you've probably looked at some states that are on the opposite end of things and it's home ownership's a much more, a much better prospect. Did you look at any states in particular where it should be a model for how Illinois should be or a place where all those variables that you mentioned are more conducive for home ownership and, and what are other states that are doing better or doing differently? Yeah, so things improved for 47 states. There are only three states where the conditions for choosing to buy a home got really worse. Uh, those other states were Michigan and New Jersey. So Michigan might be the state that was hardest hit by the recession. Home values are, are well below uh, what they were in the past. And then New Jersey is the only state that beats us, beats us in terms of property tax rates. So uh, those are the only two states that did worse. Basically, everybody else, um, they've seen a very slow increase in property taxes. Um, Illinois' increase was uh, right around 30% between the two periods, while the rest of the nation uh, only increased property taxes, um, I think, 8%. So that was a big difference, but the other big difference was uh, nationwide income taxes are coming down, but in Illinois, they've seen record increases. So uh, they're really trending in opposite directions. So it's not what any one state necessarily is particularly, particularly doing better. It's what basically every other state is doing. So there are lots of examples and lots of places you can pull from to see you know, what we should be doing to make housing more affordable. Right. The Michigan example is pretty startling because I think people associate, and this might be a dated um, uh, association now, but a lot of people associated Michigan and, and especially during the Great Recession with uh, a poor, you know, housing market and people struggling to, to get by, especially in like the Detroit area. And now Michigan's kind of bounced back in a lot of ways. And just st pointing out that example in the Midwest, a state like Michigan that's recovered better than we have from then. And then it's also gaining residents from Illinois. Like all these Midwestern states are gaining residents from Illinois. I'm guessing, I mean, homeownership's a huge factor in that. Um, if all these other states that are 
close to Illinois are trending in the opposite direction and it's easier to own a home, that's got to be a huge reason for out-migration. Definitely. I mean, we see that with people that we talk to here. Um, you know, you have homeowners, especially right here in Chicago, because you're so close to other states where, you know, you can live in a different state than you work in necessarily. So, you know, a, a homeowner in the Chicago area could choose to live in Indiana or Wisconsin, for example, without having to totally uproot their lives. So uh, they could still be close to family. They could still commute to their job, uh, do whatever they have to do. They just see uh, the benefits to actually owning a home are, are much greater in other areas. Um, yeah, so that has got to be part of the reason why we see so many people choosing to leave the state for our neighbor states. Um, yeah, and for areas on the border, you know, this issue is really uh, vital because it is so easy for people to choose where they live. Yeah, especially like... Like you said, uh, you can be right over the border, like in northwest Indiana, and still get to have access to the Chicagoland area pretty easily. Um, so when, when you say that other states are trending in a different direction on the tax front, are they, I mean, what is Illinois, I think everyone understands um, who's engaged, or, or even just you know a taxpayer in Illinois, understands that Illinois' tax burden is heavy. They, under, they know about the income tax increase last year, and they know the property taxes are extremely high. But what factors are contributing to the trend that Illinois is seeing that's different than the rest of not just our neighbors, but across, like you said, across the country? Well, why why is our tax burden getting worse when these other states are seeing it either get better or stay stagnant and making home ownership easier? Uh, so, the reason income and property taxes have largely gone up is uh, due to the state's pension system. Um, we see billions of dollars each year needed, uh, more needed to go into the systems. Um, so at the local level, that means your property taxes are being raised to pay for pensions. And at the state level, you know, your income taxes are being diverted into pensions because now they take up over 25% of the state budget. So uh, that means fewer resources being diverted to services that people are relying on. Um, and money that the state government gives to local uh, governments is also being diverted to pensions instead of going to those local governments. So that just exacerbates things at the property tax level. So they have to go up uh, to make up for this lack of funding that they were anticipating. Um, so that's that's been by far the largest factor as to, to why the tax environment is changing. And the reason I wanted to bring that up is that's not something a lot of people would consider when they're buying a home especially first-time home buyers aren't going to, if they're looking in like the Chicago suburbs, for example, they're not going to think, oh, what's the pension situation like? That's not something you necessarily have to do in other states. And in Illinois, the state's financial stability, especially on the pension front, ends up being a factor to how people just can live their lives. And I think that's, that's a horrible uh, factor that we have in Illinois versus in other states where people don't necessarily have to worry about something like that. Yeah, it was up in Lake County a couple weeks ago. Uh, talking about property taxes uh, right at around the time that this report came out, actually. And uh, there are people right there, they're by the Wisconsin border, and they're getting close to retirement age. Uh, they can't really retire, though, because they have to pay their property taxes, and if they, if they retire, they don't have the income to cover property taxes and all their other expenses. Um, and on top of that, their home has lost value compared to when they bought it, so... Uh, they 
they're really considering moving out of the state uh, because they're paying for somebody else's retirement and can't save for their own. What were some of the other, are you, being up in Lake County, what were some of the other things you heard from, from people? Um, one thing that we heard, uh, we haven't really looked into this a whole lot, but uh, from some of the younger people that were there that had children, uh, they were talking about how school systems aren't necessarily that much different between right on the border. So this uh, is at a, a forum, right? This yeah, this yeah. was at a forum. So uh, we had some people t- asking about, you know, uh, well, aren't we paying? We're paying more money for for better quality services. Uh, but then we had other people who had children in the school system that uh, were just talking about how uh, the resources that are being spent on education aren't necessarily making it to the classroom because they're going to things like pensions and administrative costs from having so many units of local governments and so many school districts within the state uh, that you know you could send your child to uh, a school in Wisconsin and basically get the same outcome for half the price. Uh, so that was a big thing for homeowners up there. Uh, another was um, when we looked at pensions, we had a, a report before this one actually looking at where each additional dollar goes. Uh, and we found in Lake County specifically, municipal fire departments were actually receiving less money to go to services. So not just each new additional dollar, but they were actually seeing a reduction in dollars to pay for fire services. And the dollars that were going to pensions were increasing. Um, so they were paying millions more for quote-unquote services, yeah. but actually getting less. Yeah, and then that's a huge thing with, especially schools, when people are looking to buy homes if they have young kids they're going to look at the the uh, public schools and I guess the other amenities police fire whatever um, but if it's hard to to it's too expensive to own a home in Illinois I mean that by extension is going to end up affecting the schools and if people can find good schools in places like Wisconsin or Indiana it just makes more sense to make the purchase over there I mean they have they have schools in Indiana too they have police in, in Indiana too and fire in Indiana it's not like Illinois is the only place that's offering these services like you said about the pensions with every additional dollar going to pensions it's, it's a different situation over here right and well if if the dollars are being spent on things that increase the value of the community or the value of services you would see that in the prices of homes and that's something that's not happening in Illinois home prices are appreciating at basically half the rate uh, as homes throughout the rest of the country. So uh, it's just simply not true that we're getting better services for the more money that we're putting into our local governments. Does does the housing situation affect um, how people approach renting? Is there a, did you, you guys looked at this in the, in the report. How has this affected renters too? Uh, so it's affected renters in largely the same way. So uh, property values not just home values, but property values entirely uh, aren't really appreciating. And despite, you know, not seeing an increase on their investment, uh, homeowners, landlords, they're seeing their taxes go up. And so what landlords are then forced to do is, well, they have tenants uh, that are going to have to pay higher higher rents to cover their increase in costs. Um so what we see is largely that increased property taxes are being passed on to renters. So now renters in Illinois are paying 24% more, uh, even though the value of of their apartment or you know the home that they're renting hasn't increased. So uh, essentially what it is is you're having to pay more money for less housing in Illinois if you're a renter. 
Um, so a lot of people are willing to do that. We see more people switching from being a homeowner to renting. Uh, and that's probably just for the flexibility of being able to get out of the state if right. they have to, because right. if you buy a home, you're locked into that investment and we see people losing tens of thousands of dollars. Yeah. You're not trapped if you're renting. And then also I think people probably don't understand the impact of those taxes as much if they're renting, even though it is passed on from their landlord or the, the building owner or whoever, they might not see it right away. They might not understand what's happening if they're right. renting. Well, they don't get a property tax bill in the mail exactly. if they're if they're a renter. So yeah. Yeah, it's easy to overlook that. In general, I, I don't know if you guys have, have looked much into this beyond the report, but does a bad housing market, and, and maybe Illinois reflects that, does it, does it increase renting in the short term, or, or is it is there not much of a relation to, to that? Yeah, so the, there were definitely trade-offs between uh, the cost of homeownership. So if the cost of homeownership uh, is increasing, you're, you're definitely going to see more renters, and that's part of the reason why we've seen uh, a larger sh- a larger shift to renting in Illinois than the rest of the nation. It's happening at a, at a faster rate. Um, but we also, uh, the housing market is really closely tied to the employment market and the jobs market. Uh, so greater home price appreciation is uh, really re- strongly correlated with uh, better uh, labor market outcomes, so lower unemployment rates, higher wages and salaries. Um, so that's something that is also important because it's another area where the state's struggling, uh, and those two are definitely uh, related to one another. What, what is the relation relationship between the jobs market in Illinois and the, and the housing market? How does one affect the other? Uh, so you know, I don't want to <laughs> bore anybody with like academic literature or anything, but no. essentially... Uh, it is that uh, lots of papers have found that as home prices increase, uh, that leads to a decrease, a decline in unemployment rates. Um, and so lots of studies have looked at the housing market uh, during the Great Recession and the counties that were most severely affected by the decline in the housing market also became eventually the, the areas that were most severely uh, affected by rising unemployment. Um, so it's very important to have a, health, a healthy housing market uh, to maintain a healthy jobs market uh, and vice versa. So does, does, does that uh, improvements to the housing market and a healthy housing market, would that, you think, if Illinois was able to enact the necessary reforms to make that happen, do you think that's going to have, what kind of effect is that going to have on the jobs market? Is that going to, I mean, that might in, grow the labor force a little bit. You might have people moving into the state. What, what effect would that possibly have on the jobs market here? Yeah, so lots of the reforms that are needed uh, could improve. Can it will definitely improve the housing market uh, and make it a more attractive place to live. But uh, those also have effects for the labor market as well. Um, I was saying, you know, that that home values are closely related to unemployment rates, but uh, income ta- things like the income tax are also really uh, strongly related to job creation and just economic growth in general. Uh, so uh, there's not really any debate on this. As, as income taxes go up, uh, people's incentive, business uh, creation incentives, you know, investors, they don't want to be in an unstable environment where they're constantly being asked to pay more. Uh, and that means fewer jobs within Illinois. Uh, and that if people can't find a job, they ultimately end up leaving. So we see... Uh, as we've seen out migration uh, 
continue to occur in a declining population. We see higher unemployment rates in Illinois than the rest of the nation. Uh, we see wages grow slower. Uh, so the the property tax issue and the income tax issue uh, aren't just bad for homeowners and renters, but they're just bad for employees in general. Um, so yeah, if, if we want to turn the housing market around or the job market around it, it requires addressing those issues. Right. They, they go hand in hand. Uh, so let's address some of those reforms then. Uh, Illinois saw their income tax rate go up in 2017, um, and lawmakers made a lot of made a lot of the case for that with the fact that the, the state went out without a budget for quite some time. Um, how it's, it's a permanent, largest permanent income tax hike in Illinois history. Uh, so it might take some effort to to bring that rate back down. What are some of the reforms that can be made um, to encourage lawmakers to do that or also to address the property tax burden? We've already talked about pensions, but how do we uh, encourage those reforms at the state level? Right, so um, pension reform is extremely difficult in Illinois given the interpretation of uh, the Supreme Court's uh, there the Supreme Court's interpretation of the pension protection clause, uh, the particularly the phrase cannot be impended or excuse me, uh, reduced or impaired or diminished or impaired, sorry. Uh, so that poses a big challenge and it's it's easy for politicians to promise people that uh, they're not going to do anything about pensions because those are future costs that are way down the road. Uh, and so we've just seen this continual kick down kick of the can down the road. Um, so, in, or, in order to get that, uh, what that likely means is, uh, first, to stop adding to the problem. So, we, we need new employees to be on a 401k-style uh, retirement plan just because uh, that will stop the bleeding and stop it from growing larger, um, which there is significant pushback for public employees for that because right now they have... Uh, a pension system that as long as people are still being forced to pay into it is paying them out uh you know we have 30,000 plus people making six figures on in their retirement because of their pension uh so you know it's hard for somebody to to give up a six-figure income without having to uh you know be continue to go to work um so that's particularly challenging but the other thing that we're going to have to do is we're going to have to get some form of a constitutional amendment or some ruling because if we don't, uh, lots of these pension systems will likely end up going bankrupt and that's something that's bad for taxpayers and local governments but also especially for the pensioners who are just going to see their pension benefits slashed if that happens. Uh, so I mean we saw that in, in Harvey, uh, you know, police and fire are getting laid off to make sure that the city covers its pension requirements. Um, so something that, you know, allows us to to manipulate, or not manipulate, but to reduce unearned benefits, not not something that somebody's already earned, but the future growth in their benefits, like reforming the 3% cost of living adjustment, which inflation hasn't been 3% in years. So it's just a, a permanent benefit increase is essentially what it is. Um, so things like you know removing that, making sure that people aren't becoming millionaires off the system, uh, are things that are going to go a long way to doing that. But we're going to need some form of constitutional amendment to do that. Uh, and you know it's not impossible. Um, 
Arizona is a state that had a similar constitutional amendment, uh, and unions and and state lawmakers came to the table uh, to find a viable solution, and I, I believe they, they did do away with their 3% cost of living adjustment, things like that, um, because they realized how unsustainable it was, and if you continue in that system, it's going to be bad for uh, the pensioners as well. Yeah, it's definitely not impossible, but it's definitely a, a, a tall task, and you've heard uh, recently uh, J.B. Pritzker um, say that he was opposed to a constitutional amendment and clearly stated that he didn't agree with Arizona's decision to get rid of the three percent cola um so i mean if you're if you're looking for a home in illinois and you see maybe the example in harvey and harvey is such a a, a sad situation where there have been so many decisions made poorly in that city all around for for decades now um and they've had to lay off um police and fire services it, it's just a bad example for the rest of the state but other municipalities could follow down that road Putting yourself, and this is this might be a, a loaded question, but putting yourself into the shoes of somebody looking for a home in Illinois. I mean, is there any piece of optimism that you would offer that says you know maybe Illinois could be a inv- good investment down the road, or does it you know depend on that constitutional amendment? Uh, putting you on the spot. That is really putting me on the spot. Uh, you know, buying a home, it's not just about it is about the financials, but there are other things that people obviously desire the quality of life or uh, want to be in a certain school district or something. Um, so there are other things beyond the financials, but uh, f- purely from a, a financial side of things, uh, investing, seeing your home as an investment in Illinois is something that you're hoping to make money off of. Uh, that's just really disappearing. It's something that's becoming increasingly unlikely uh and not just because of the the housing bubble that happened uh and home values are still down but they're they're just growing so slow that it is really hard to offset your property taxes and any increase in uh your property taxes and income taxes to come that uh investing in investing in housing uh is becoming hard but i i do think that there's hope uh, you know, things are going to have to get addressed. So we've, we've talked about these issues for a long time. Uh, and I believe it was a Cranes article this past week that said, uh, uh, you know, years of talking about the uh, pension crisis as if the sky is falling has led people to stop taking it seriously. And it's becoming serious right now. Uh, so... With it becoming, you know, a, a legitimate, serious, has to be addressed now kind of issue, uh, this the time for reform is ripe, and so the the prospects going forward, um, especially given that politicians won't be able to continue to kick the can down the road for much longer, um, there is some hope, and we see, you know, growing support. We see more people having pension conversations. We see more people having. Uh, conversations about the growth in state spending and income taxes, uh, especially in light of the 32% income tax hike. So, uh, you know, things like limiting the growth in spending, we had a a constitutional amendment proposed uh, that got bipartisan support for a spending cap, um, and that support is still continuing. We're going to get that legislation reintroduced um, this coming year. 
Uh, so politicians and people around the state are becoming more aware and they're showing more support and more willingness to talk about these things. So going forward, I think there still is hope that remains to be determined, you know, when we're going to see any uh, significant movement on the issue and see significant changes being made and people being serious about uh, giving taxpayers tax relief and doing the right thing for the state. But, uh, you know, things are brighter than I think they ever have been in terms of reform for a, a positive, uh, a chance for positive change. Um, but it's still a long way to go. Yeah. And I like that what that Crane's article said about people tuning out the pension problem because they've heard about it for so long and the sky is falling. It's kind of, it's been like a hard thing for taxpayers to get their head around. It is a little, it's a big issue that might be hard for the common person who's just, you know, trying to live their everyday life to, to understand. But now I think like you're saying, now it's real. Something has to be done. And taxpayers are starting to understand the connection a little bit more from their property tax bill to pensions and therefore by extension from home home ownership, um, to pensions so it's like a, it's a real issue and something definitely has to be done and one more one more thing i wanted to uh talk to you about is something i think was great in this report that you guys highlighted is beyond the the financial stuff and, and you've touched on it a little bit throughout um is why homeownership matters beyond just you know the, the the financial stuff we've talked about and some of the stuff you guys said was it's a commitment to strengthening families and good citizenship uh, it enables people to have greater control and exercise more responsibility over their own living environment. So beyond things we talked about, about um, the financial aspects and the, how it affects the jobs market, why is homeownership so important for Illinois or for any state? Homeownership is, uh, the decision to become a homeowner is no small decision. Um, you know, it largely means a 15 or a 30 year mortgage. So. The decision to buy is, uh, you know, having long-term confidence in a community, uh, and that's really important because when you look at Illinois, you don't see a lot of people with a lot of confidence. So we need to be inspiring confidence within the state, and that Illinois will be a good place to plant roots, not just this year or next year, but 30 years from now when you're still paying off your house. Uh, or your kids have grown up and now they're going off to college or whatever. Uh, we want people to have felt like they made a good choice and a good investment and that this is a place for them to raise their family. Uh, so that's certainly part of it. And then you touched on it a little bit. Homeowners uh, are people who are invested in the community and they're invested in improving uh, their communities. So that kind of ties right along with what I was saying. Uh, about wanting to make a 30-year investment uh, and make it a place where people want to live, uh, they also tend to improve the neighborhoods that they're living in. Uh, so enriching Illinois uh, and being serious serious about making the state of Illinois someplace uh, desirable uh, is pretty crucial in terms of getting people to want to buy here in the first place. Right. I mean, there's one issue of of owning a home or wanting to own a home in Illinois really affects so many other issues. And, it, and you see people voting with their feet in and out of the state and that just affects every other factor in, in the state of Illinois. So I think it's, uh, I mean, it's, it's something for people to understand. They understand the, 
the need for for owning a home and, and how that affects their community and then also i think they're starting more now like we've just talked about understanding the effects that have made owning a home in illinois so difficult bryce hill research analyst at the illinois policy institute thanks so much for joining us yeah happy to be here thank you to read all of the house hunters report visit illinoispolicy.org also there we have a lot of great new reporting and research exploring pensions and property taxes and how it affects your ability to own a home and consider joining the lincoln lobby our private facebook group where you can find out more about how to take action on key issues surrounding these topics until next time this has been the policy shop <laughs>